Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. People turn to the Weather Channel app for their weather forecasts every day. But what if the app could forecast more? Like allergy risk trackers and real-time rain alerts. So you know when to stay inside, load up on tissues, and podcasts. And 24-hour future radar. So you can plan to get outside load up on sunscreen and podcasts. Do more of what you love. Don't just check the weather. Embrace it with the Weather Channel. West Ham nil, Everton won. This team continue to do your head in, don't be, but great performance from the Blues today. Going on the road and putting a massive dent in West Ham's Champions League hopes and reigniting ours in the process. Nick Perro, Mark Mosey joining me. Uh, Nick, what, what are Everton? <laughs> <laughs> It's like a it's like a shit roller coaster um, throughout the season. Um, you always want to get off, but you, you can't seem to for some reason. They just keep you keep you hanging on to the bitter end. Mm. Um, but in all seriousness, I guess uh, today was much needed given the um, frustration of recent performances. Yeah. We just needed a day where we didn't look um, particularly under threat, where we control things because that, that's that's one word we have not yeah. um, experienced recently um, and even though it was pretty dull especially through the second half you've got to be satisfied with the result absolutely uh, just Everton away in a nutshell this season Rose, wasn't it yeah it's the, the amount that I equally love and hate this football team is <laughs> outrageous um, I don't know you, you do get that that secret enthusiasm and optimism that you have with watching Everton away from home at the moment and regardless of the opposition West Ham today, Aston Villa coming up, coming up on Thursday, you just think at the moment, like it or hate it, they are the types of games that this team is built for, yeah. um, it, it, it's hard to isolate days like today and, and not think about Aston Villa at home and not think about Fulham and Newcastle and, and all those missed opportunities that I'm sure everyone who glances at the lead table is thinking about in, in that sort of what-if mentality, but clearly we have done something this season in terms of breaking down the barriers that Everton have had on the road. I mean, 11 away league wins, 
it's ridiculous. How, how many games to go as well? How many seasons of cumulative disappointment can you <laughs> add up to, to to bring us to that point of winning eleven games on the road? And I, I think in these moments, you've kind of got to just take yourself away from those disappointments at Goodison Park and think about all of the things that we wanted Ancelotti to do with this squad in terms of being that team on the road and being the team we were capable of going to um, albeit we don't want to admit West Ham are a top six team but at the moment they are one of the the big informed teams in this league and we are consistently able of of shutting out these teams as well I mean it's one thing to go and beat your your West Ham's and your Arsenal's and your Liverpool's but to do it with such defensive dominance and, and not concede too many chances and not concede any goals at all is yeah. is pretty remarkable um, it's, it's, it's hard I, I don't want to feel this reserved when Everton win the away game because <laughs> you know I, what's coming I know that the there's some form of impending disappointment <laughs> at Goodison Park but I'm, I'm at this stage I'm excited on the fact that we've got Aston Villa away coming up in the week. Um, Without Ali Watkins, of course, you've got the centre-half. And, and obviously yeah. Jack Grealish. And, and, yeah. and in terms of looking at their threats on paper, we should be fairly stable. But, but taken today in isolation, I think it, it was very close to a perfect away performance. I think if you were going to add any form of cherry on the top, you'd say that you wanted Everton to be a little bit more intelligent and a bit more clinical on the ball going forward in the second half. But to keep a clean sheet and win away at a team like West Ham at the moment is, is no mean feat yeah and mm-hmm. just watching Dominic Carvalhoon here on the screen scored the, the winning goal today doing his interview for Sky um, obviously lovely bit of play from Ben Godfrey in the build I've come to you first on this one though it was a great pass through to him but mm-hmm. we all said didn't we you know he's been missing them recently Don running, yeah. running through on goal when he's got time to think about it got time to pick a spot he's not quite got it right but um, it was a brilliant finish and one of them I think when you when strikers go through sometimes you have a, a split second and I think he's going to score or I think he's going to miss here and I, I didn't really fancy him based on the way in which he's been yeah. he's been taking those chances recently but obviously something he's been working on and the sort of goal I imagine I'll give him a, little, you know, a, a lot of self-belief going forward we'll probably I mean if, if you think about that goal today we are that clinical edge away from not having the reservations that we do now yeah. if, you, if you do go back to previous games and um, obviously we, we've spent so many chances at Goodison Park and, and Calvert-Lewin him, but, I mean he'd admit this himself in that He's been very much to blame for a lot of those chances, but I mean, going through on goal when you give an Everton striker so much time to think about what he's doing, they are ultimately the times that we disappoint so often, aren't they? Um, what I liked about today is that we've seen Everton teams in recent weeks create loads of chances, um, XG scores off the charts, <laughs> and not actually get anything yeah. back from it. Um, the fact that we've been a little bit horrible and a, a, a bit miserable in terms of performance today, and I don't think we lit it up by any account, but if, if you're able, we, we know what going away to these teams means. It means being solid, and when you do manage to craft a chance like that, you're able to finish it. Um, for someone like Ben Godfrey, I mean, We've sat long and hard this year and spoken about how this lad is clearly... The head on his shoulders is way beyond the years that he has. Um, His ability on the ball is probably not something that we've focused on a great deal, but I feel comfortable with him coming out from from centre-half or from right-back and taking that lead on the ball in midfield. And I know that we've kind of touted him as a, a makeshift central midfielder at times, and in reality, we don't really want to see him there because the amount of quality that we've gone out and, and sourced in that area of the pitch means yeah. that we shouldn't really have to think about it but when he does take that stride forward 20 or 30 yards you've, you've got confidence in him yeah. being intelligent on the ball and not only retaining possession but 
carving opportunities like he did today where West Ham's central defender and left back were clearly a little bit too far out of position um, the ability to spot someone like Calvert-Lewin running forward is, is not one that should be overlooked yeah. I think that, that position on the right of a back three really suits him I yeah, think, he, he sort yeah. of get, he gets that, that license doesn't he to sort of go yeah. out of them because he knows he's got two other lads there next to him and in the same breath when, when someone like Antonio as I think we saw a lot in the first half it was almost as though Antonio was targeting that channel yeah, and yeah. pulling out to the right and thinking well I'll do you one on one clearly he's not seen Ben Godfrey defend one on one a lot this season because that is something that we feel incredibly comfortable in him doing but um, I think it, it, it's just the merit of the fella this year in that he takes so much responsibility on the ball which is what I really like I think historically you probably look at Everton defenders taking that step forward 10 yards out of defence and probably shitting themselves a bit and coming yeah. sideways or coming back and the whole attack sort of deteriorates he's, he's got an ability to take risks on the ball which a lot of the times isn't going to work but in, in those moments where he does manage to find Calvert-Lewin like yeah. he did today then Everton are, are more than happy to reap benefits of it Yeah and it's amazing really how um, I think we probably hoped this about him but he has become one of those first names on the team sheet if you yeah. split oh, He's the one Yeah, um, yeah. And obviously he had a terrific performance today probably man of the match yeah I'd say um, actually a comment for the general setups today and the you know the, the sort of sort of wider yeah. back three with the, with the two wing backs um, Anstotti got brief rightly so last week yeah. for um, I guess attitude and, 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 and general setup for the match today he got absolutely spot on yeah. that's exactly what we needed um, against against West Ham um, and context is everything for the team we were playing today. They're flying high. Um, they love a goal. Yeah. Um, they've got aerial threats. Um, score, score all sorts of goals this season. Um, and I think I think we set up perfectly. It's a real shame that Mina went off. Um, yeah. Again today. Yeah. Um, you know, we sort of heralded his comeback today, and I think we <laughs> we're all delighted to see him starting. <laughs> Um, but I do want to give a nod to, uh, to Ancelotti today because I think, um, I think that's exactly the performance we wanted and needed. Yeah, some of his decisions in recent weeks have been a bit mental. Uh, yeah. And you, you, probably, yeah. you probably look back through the season. I mean, it's easy to think about that Newcastle game at St James's Park in one where Ancelotti just threw his entire managerial career <laughs> out the window. But all, all the midfielders on the pitch. Yeah. Awesome. In, in, in terms of in terms of making the right choices in terms of how we set up today, I think. Clearly, the three at the back was was an inspired decision, but I think what we said during the game is that when Everton are away from home and go 1-0 ahead, we we are very close to being that yeah. horrible team that no one wants to go behind against. Um, you think it, you feel like it's a bit of a mountain to climb. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. And now. as soon as you see a team like West Ham, um, I, I mean, I, I can't really picture the iconic West Ham goal, but when they start going wide and, and flinging yeah. what look like optimistic crosses into the box, you've got all the time in the world for someone like Yeri Mina, Michael Keane, Ben Godfrey, obviously, even Mason Holgate yeah, when he yeah. comes on. It's bread and butter for those players. Um, and you felt today that. If, if West Ham were going to cause us problems it was probably going to be midfielders running from deep possibly um, their midfield was obviously torn apart a little bit before we even started with people like Noble and Rice not being available for selection well absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think what, what we benefited from in terms of the midfield battle today was not only those lads being out but 
having someone like Tom Davis back in the midfield, which which not only on a personal level for him is great because I think up until his recent absence he's been on a really good run of form, but it also allowed the the man who ultimately ended yeah. up being man of the match, which was Alan, just a little bit more freedom, not necessarily going forward, but it, it looks it, so it, much it's better. Nice. Yeah. He, he's clearly not that pivoting central defensive midfielder who sits in front of the back four. He's got he's got way too much what looks like nervous energy to do that role. <laughs> Davis will be that disciplined player who sits behind and doesn't really go very far, and it allows Alan a little bit more freedom to go looking after the ball. Um, Admittedly, there are times in this team where the midfield are all ball watching. We saw it in the first half, um, but I, the, the structure and the setup, as, as Nick rightly said, is it's very much credit to Ancelotti at a time where I think most Evertonians were not questioning his position, but we were questioning some of the, the major decisions that he was making last week. Yeah, I think it's definitely worth having a, a talk about Alan, um, Brad, because I think you know, like last week, I was. You know, sort of, it was one of those games where I watched them play and sort of thought, is, is, you know, what's this lad doing? Is he really, you know, had a good season for us or all this sort of thing? And then I think we've all been calling out for a long time for him to have a, you know, someone like, like Davis who can offer like a bit of an insurance policy in midfield next to him. And, yeah. and like like Mark said, I think just with that, that license and knowing that he had someone like Davis who could, you know, he's not a natural defensive midfielder, Tom, but he's quite disciplined and he'll sit in front of the back four, do the simple things made some really good tackles today but it was almost like Alan was just off the leash and I think when you've got, when you've got a player who's you know that aggressive that tenacious he's great at winning the ball but mm. you sort of want him to, to be that and I don't think it was any surprise whatsoever that with Tom next to him he was uh, probably one of his best games since he comes to the club today Yeah I think um, we probably had that expectation of him before he came of being a bit of a pit bull um, which yeah, is actually yeah. something we have not had for the past yeah, few seasons yeah. um, so you know he's he's been he's had, he had a great start in his career at Everton probably dipped a bit mid-season um, he's definitely seeing a resurgence now yeah. whether that's a comfort thing with the uh, the varying midfield players he's playing with <laughs> yeah. um, whether it's him as, a, as an individual just sort of figuring out exactly what his position is in the Premier League yeah. and in our team mm-hmm. um, but I, I, I didn't know he was man of the match today but um, mm. you know all, all credit to him Um I think with Alan, we have to sort of be a bit careful of what we want from him because of his age. Yeah. Um, mm. Over you know the next few seasons, if we you know retain him for several several years, um, will he still perform this role? Um, I sort I sort of have high hopes for him, but you know with, with Alan, he's he's the kind yeah. of player we needed when he was when he was sort of five years yeah, younger. Yeah. If that he's, makes sense, he's, he's been brought in for a for a role and a purpose hasn't he in, yeah. in, in very much the same way that you'd point to he's probably he's, he's the personification of Ancelotti on the pitch and we all know that Ancelotti's not going to be here for the next 10 years and oversee some form of enormous transition as much as we love that word but <laughs> clearly Alan has been in to bring this team from a top 8 to a yeah. top 6 and then ultimately a top 4 team I think that's the that's the the weight that has probably so hard on his shoulders this year is that yeah. the expectation not only to adjust to a new league and a new country and a new team but also to be to be the leader of that team uh, I think that the pressure that we've put on him is, is clearly massive but I think today as, as Nick said that combination of Davis and Alain I, I think if, if you think about the best moments of Alain today it's in that kind of popping up here there and everywhere yeah. mould which yeah. 
I think we'll all for central defensive midfielders for the next five years we'll eternally reference Idrissa Gay as yeah. what what is that player and I think as time goes by and watching games like today uh, in particular Leicester away early in the season you thought that, that that's not the role that Alan was was built to do yeah. because you, you want to see him pick the ball up and probably carry it 20 yards and be semi-involved yeah. on the ball um, that, that was never Idrissa Gay but I think the the one the one major fact that we can take for the rest of this season and growing into next season is that the best that we'll see from that fella is when someone like Decore is alongside him. Yeah. We're talking three quarters of the year now since we last saw those two play together. Um, mm-hmm. I think it, it's very hard to really critique Alan in any way when Decore isn't there because so much of this team has been designed around the fact that we need them all fit. Yeah. Uh, and I, I know that that's, that's totally idealistic, but that's that's when we'll ultimately start seeing Alan grow into his own. Yeah, I think the, the frustrating thing for me is that, like, I mean, like you both said there, you know, he's he's not here for the long term. So it, it, frustrates, it frustrates me when I see him playing in like a role that's not yeah. really you know suited to him. You know, at, at, you know, at, at Napoli, he was a tenacious box-to-box midfielder, and typically you had someone like Jorginho sitting yeah. at the base of midfield. And you know, you'd look at them too, and you'd say, Alan's probably more has got more defensive qualities, mm-hmm. but instead of just sitting and like being aware and being the right it's position. Got no yeah, yeah, you know, no, yeah. I, I don't want him to have that because yeah. that's not that's not what he is as a player. He's someone who goes around the pitch. You can win the ball back, get it, give it, carry it, and you know he, he was very much, very much that today. Um, just, just very quickly as well before we wrap up, um, I want to say a, a quick word for Seamus Coleman. Nick, I thought he was absolutely, <laughs> absolutely brilliant today, and you know. Listen, Everton need the right back this summer. I think it's still going to be top of the priorities. But I think in the probably since we had that seventeen day break or fourteen day break, whatever it was, and Shames has come back into the team since then, um, he, he's been fantastic, hasn't he? And I think he's showing in these these few games that whether it's as a starter, whether it's as a, you know someone who's going to be in competition with someone for a spot next year, he's he's still got a little bit to offer for us. Yeah, he's he's the captain and the player that keeps on giving. Really, um, I don't think anyone probably would have begrudged him a downturn in form by now, uh, especially given injuries. Um, nor would they have um, begrudged another player coming in and flipping a spot, but yeah. that, that just has not happened um, so mm-hmm. far. Um, today, I think typifies for me, not, not, not just like you know recent games, but probably through his career, that... He's the ultimate professional when you ask him to do a job in yeah, a certain yeah, position yeah. that may may not be his first choice. He is um, he will give you his all, and um, he was probably unlucky not to get man of the match today. Actually, um, you've had more free man of the matches here. <laughs> <laughs> Got three <Alan>, Coleman. <laughs> he was unlucky. The man of the match. <laughs> he was unlucky not to get man of the match. But yeah, I think by his own admission, I mean, the, the one thing that you'll always point to is Coleman's negative is legs, isn't it? I mean, if, if Everton are going to persist with some form of narrow midfield and attacking options and, and looking at the diamond formation, which probably suits most of this squad, you're asking so much of your fullbacks yeah. in that situation. If Everton are going to play a four across the back, which we didn't necessarily see today, but you probably have faith in a Luca Dean being someone who's able, uh, capable of getting up and down. Seamus Coleman's probably not that player, um, but in, in the way that we describe Ben Godfrey's sort of right of a three centre-half position as being so ideal for him, 
that kind of second right back is so yeah. ideal for Seamus Coleman. Um, it's something that we've seen Ancelotti do with Coleman and Gibral Sadibi um, like in, in the latter parts of last season. <laughs> you can't help but think of the lad forgetting his socks when you, <laughs> you think about that situation. But it, it's something that if there's that sort of defensive, pacey, aggressive cover which Seamus Coleman has in Ben Godfrey, then it does allow him, Seamus Coleman, to, to sort of be that ball carrier which Ben Godfrey other than the goal today is, is kind of not going to be and I think Holmes sorry, just in regards to on the ball I think he's probably our best player on the ball today as well the amount of time he just like yeah. dropped a little shoulder and you know cut inside obviously yeah. he's playing a bit further forward he found himself in midfield quite a lot and, and usually when he's on the ball in those positions you, you're panicking a little bit yeah. but he, he just used it really well today and thought it was you know, I, I, you know we were bemoaning the last 10 minutes was giving the ball away constantly yeah. I think of our forward players and you know playing as a midfielder yeah, today he was very much that. He was probably the one that used it the best, really, in those areas. Yeah, I think he's, he's clearly, in, in terms of a game management point of view, I, I don't particularly think we were fantastic at that in the last yeah. 15 minutes, but he's probably the one who looks a little bit more settled and a little bit more comfortable in those situations in terms of just knowing what it takes to get over the line. And I think if most of us were to think about the attributes that we'll miss when Coleman eventually leaves this starting eleven. It's that strength of character that he has and that know-how to to go away yeah. to places like West Ham. Uh, we, we've brought him on in games this season um, where you just thought, we, we need a little bit of Premier League know-how here. And I, and I know that that's, that's a very broad topic to, to kind of put on him in terms of knowing how to win football games because ultimately he's not, he's not really won anything in his tenure at Everton. But w- with experience comes that that sort of general know-how in just getting your team to the point of panicking on 60 minutes to being relatively settled on 85 and I think he he probably is very key in that there's so many names being discussed with that sort of right back target in terms of where Everton go with this summer but I think it'll only be at the point whereby you see an Everton team panic with that sort of younger and I mean you know someone like a Max Ahrens is, is clearly being linked heavily with the club at the moment and for everything that someone in that mould will give in terms of physicality and getting up and down the pitch just having someone who knows how to buy cheap free kicks and just yeah. wind the opposition up in the last 15 is is everything for a team that is so comfortable on the road do you know what else he's great at? telling people to fuck off <laughs> yeah, yeah you know so yeah. far there at the end going down very easily and he just he does that stir doesn't he like eyebrows get furrowed and he just you know proper spits it out like the uh, the Anthony knockout moment at Goodison Park is the eternal Seamus Coleman moment yeah uh, there's no talking behind the hand with this fella yeah if that lad tells you to fuck off you fuck off <laughs> <laughs> absolutely um, but just in general lads um what, what, what happens now with this season? Well, you know, we've got four games to go. Um, we've got Aston Villa away on Thursday, as you mentioned. There. Um, it, it's so hard to sort of try and plot, isn't it, Nick? You know, just sort of got the table out there. So, West Ham, so do we go to, yeah, let's go to Leicester. Leicester in fourth <laughs> on 63. West Ham um, on 58 in fifth. Both play 35. Liverpool in sixth on 34. Uh, sorry, on 57. Tottenham play 35 on 56. And then we're on 55 played 34 so I mean finally we're going to have that game in hand out the way yeah. on Thursday but you know what, what are we in regards to Leicester too far off them probably five mm. points behind them they win the game in hand mm. they win the game in hand they go both Tottenham 
Um, I mean, what, what, what do you make of it for Everton, man? You know, we win the game, now we go 11 on points. With West Ham, who, you know, are very much in the, in the top four race, it's uh, maybe we just shouldn't get ahead of ourselves with these lads and just take one, one game at a time. Yeah, in some ways it's quite refreshing to still be in this position because usually by this time in the season we're just um, you know, playing for 10th or 11th mm. in recent, recent seasons. So this is very much a let's roll the tombola and see what comes out. Yeah. Um, I think we, will, we should be disappointed uh, not to finish anything... Um, We've got to be looking spurs. Above seven, seven, yeah. 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 Mm. Um, I, think, I think we've got... An extremely good chance of um, of Europe, and it's completely in our hands. Yeah, I think it was coming out of the Villa game in the week. We were nowhere near the sort of it's a flip of a coin whether whether we get into Europe mentality that I feel like it is now. Yeah, um, looking at anyone down from fourth to eighth. I mean, one of them is clearly going to miss out on that European place, and, and quite honestly, at the moment, it, it could be any of those teams. Um, obviously, not Leicester, but if you look at West Ham, Liverpool, Spurs, and Everton, it's it's very hard in this league, as we said this season, to generate any form of momentum. Um, going away and winning at Villa Park in in the week coming would be some form of mini run of form for Everton yeah. because it, it's genuinely hard to put two or three wins together at the moment and. I think they need three wins, I think, I'd say. You look at Villa, who else have we got? We've got Man City on the road, it's, who it's obviously mad, at that point... It's mad looking at our fixtures saying you'd fancy us more to go away to the team top of the league and win Absolutely, than you would against yeah. the team <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, the yeah. league at home. Yeah. Absolutely, and, and that is how it is. But, um, I mean, there's a lot of teams ahead of us who've got less favourable run-ins. Um, if we've learned anything from this Premier League season is that your fixture list on paper is not necessarily going to reflect the results that follow yeah. it. Um, so much of this is going to be opportunistic. It's going to be about what sort of mentality haven't they're able to take into games. I think positively coming out of the club this week, we've heard people like Ancelotti and Dominic Calvert-Lewin before the game today saying that nothing but winning every single game is good enough yeah. between now and the end of the season and, and quite honestly looking at how tight it is with what four games left for most of those teams it quite on, it, it could possibly be the case whereby you need to win three out of four just to just to be relevant in that hunt for European football yeah uh, they're just clinging on in there aren't they just when we're ready to write the season off they just go and get a win <laughs> like that uh, but yeah we'll leave it there lads uh, great weekend with Everton capping it off with a great win at West, West Ham uh, we're back on Thursday against Aston Villa in the Premier League. We'll have all your build up to that uh, this week on the Blue Room. Uh, if you want to hear more from us, come and join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the Blue Room Extra for multiple Everton shows every single weekday. Looking back at and ahead to all of our games. Cheers to Mark, cheers to Nick. Hope you've enjoyed it. We'll speak to you again soon. Other banks go out of their way to make redeeming credit card rewards needlessly complicated, like how they require minimums or force you to use your rewards before reaching some arbitrary expiration date. But Discover isn't like that. With Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount, at any time. So you'll never have to jump through hoops. Unless you're like a trapezist, then by all means, go right ahead. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.